Hello, welcome to the Be Real Podcast. I'm your hostess, Ivory. This is episode number one, which would be advice that I would give my younger self. Now, I have thought and thought about what I should do for episode number one of the podcast, but I just think that we should start off with some good old advice. I mean, advice never goes wrong, am I right? I feel like I should start this podcast with an episode about advice because advice is stuff that is really personal to us. And I think that my advice can help you better understand what kind of person I am and whether or not our morals or our values actually align. This can also help you guys get to know me a little bit better because I will definitely be sharing some embarrassing little stories or some moments in my life when I give advice because everyone just sums up their own advice about how to live life and everyone makes their advice or everyone makes statements like this should be done this way due to past experiences. I truly don't believe that there is something that's right or something that is wrong. I just believe that everyone experiences life in a different way. So everyone just sums up their experiences and decide to use that as a guide for their future. So with all that said, let's just dive into the episode of advice that I would be giving my younger self. I have actually been thinking about life and death a lot lately. I think due to many reasons. First of all, I watched a show on Netflix. This is like completely not sponsored and a little bit unrelated, but the show is called The Good Place and it basically talks about the afterlife. It talks about morals, it talks about ethics, it talks about humanity and just philosophy in general. And I have been binge watching this show like crazy if you guys are into watching Netflix. I don't know if I should be promoting this, but if you guys are into watching Netflix, you should definitely go check it out. It's a pretty cool show. But basically, this show has made me start to really think about life and death and just living and... I would say just the human existence overall. Okay, that sounded really deep. I'm so sorry if this is like 8 a.m. in the morning and you're not ready for this, but I have been thinking about life and death a lot and I have came to a few conclusions as to how I would have wanted to live my life better if I had a chance to talk to my younger self. And I hope that some of these advice that I would give to my younger self can be helpful towards you and you can listen to it and you can actually follow some of these advice and put them into your life and take action so that you can live a better life filled with less regret. I even wrote them down on my phone. I wrote down six pieces of advice I would give to my younger self. And starting off with number one, there's something really, really simple and basic, which is take more pics and videos. That's literally what I wrote. I feel like this is such a small gesture that is often overlooked, but taking pictures and taking videos is sort of like a restoration of our memories. Our memories and everything that we have ever done on earth is truly, truly very precious. And I feel that we should treasure these memories more by taking photos or taking videos. Personally, I post vlogs on YouTube, but I'm not at all saying that you have to do that. I'm just saying that taking more pictures and videos, even just for yourself, even taking a little pretend vlog of your high school prom and watching it with your friends 10 years later. Even if you're taking silly little goofy photos at a sleepover in eighth grade, all of these things are memories and they are moments that have passed that will never ever ever come back ever again if you truly think about it. So I think that taking more pictures and videos is never a wrong idea. If you're not driving or if you're not on the treadmill right now and it is not dangerous for you to look at your phone, I really suggest that you just pull up your camera roll and try to just look at some old memories, some old pictures that you have from last year, from five years ago, if you still have them, and just really see and look at yourself 
in that time. Look at what you and your friends were doing in, at your eighth grade sleepover. Look at what dress you wore to your high school prom. Look at the first pictures of you wearing a hat as a baby. Maybe look at some pictures of your first boyfriend. Maybe look at some pictures of some dude that broke your heart. I feel like as you get older, these things start becoming more and more precious and pictures and videos are sort of the only documentary that we can have to prove that things happened. Now, this sounds like something that a Gen Z would say. I, I, I am Gen Z. There's this saying that has been going around. I think it's like an Instagram caption, but it's like pics or it didn't happen. But once you think about it, honestly, that is kind of true. Taking pictures and videos this small simple gesture actually sort of proves that you were alive. It proves that the moment happened. It restores all of your overwhelming feelings of maybe, let's say high school prom. Feeling confused because high school ended. Feeling worried because you don't know what's gonna happen between you and your first boyfriend. Feeling happy because you got into a university that you loved. Feeling anxious because you don't know if other people think that you look great in the dress or not. Every little puzzle piece of everything that you have ever felt on a single day is placed into this picture. And once you look at it when you're older, you start to feel all of these emotions again. And I do believe that emotions are something that makes us human. Although I do think that we should engage less in negative emotions and engage more in positive emotions, emotions are what makes us human. Emotions are what makes us alive. It also feels like when I'm looking back at old memories of myself as a kid that my mom took or that my dad took, like this little silly videos on their phones, I feel that I'm more connected to myself. I feel that I understand myself better. I feel that I see myself truly. And I feel like looking at memories and looking at how far you've come can really help you in tough and stressful situations. It's like proof, honestly. If you look at a picture of an ex-boyfriend who broke your heart, it's like proof that you got over that, that you got over something hard and you can do it again. If you look at proof of you and your old best friends that are separated because of university or because someone moved somewhere, it is proof that you had so much fun in your life. It's proof that you are capable of love and friendships. It's proof that you can find people that truly make you feel connected to them. I just feel like there's so much beauty in taking good pictures, taking good videos, or even silly pictures and silly videos and just holding onto them as a memory or just storing them in your phone in case one day. So I guess that would be the first piece of advice that I would give my younger self. Another piece of advice that I think I would give my younger self is don't be too hard on yourself. I think that everyone definitely does this to some extent, but we are all so hard on ourselves. We are constantly judging ourselves for whatever it is that we do. We think, oh my gosh, she did her presentation better than me. That means that I'm a failure and that means I screwed. And that means I screwed up big time and that means that I'll never achieve anything. Or, oh my gosh, he has been working out all the time and he has some really nice abs and I'm just eating junk food. Oh my god, I'm useless. We are often way too hard on ourselves and we are often trying to criticize ourselves all the time. I remember me just doing something. I remember, okay, story time. I was in LA. I was traveling there. It was really fun. It was a gorgeous day, a gorgeous, beautiful, sunny day. But my friend had just told me that my hair looked 
a little bit oily just under the sun's reflection just a tiny bit oily but by the time that my friend had told me this we had already called the uber and the uber was already here so there was no time for me to run back upstairs to our rented place and to get some powder or something that i could put on my hair to make it less oily so we got on the uber we went to this fancy little brunch restaurant in los angeles i was dressed cute everything was working out perfectly my outfit was nice but I decided that I would tell myself how much I messed up and how bad I look today just because of that one tiny thing. I decided to let that ruin my whole day. I decided to let that ruin a travel day. I probably spent like a thousand dollars just to be in LA for that day because I was traveling there, you know, like flights, hotels, whatever. I decided to let that little statement waste the money I had spent to be there in LA that day waste the beautiful sunshine, waste good quality time with my friend, waste a very cute outfit, waste everything. I decided to let that little moment, that little something that happened that didn't even matter. I previously washed my hair like within 24 hours, so it didn't really matter. But I decided that I would let that moment ruin my whole entire day. I decided to tell myself that I'm not enough. I decided to be so, so hard on myself. I was not nice to myself at all. And that was unhealthy. That was unhealthy. Looking back at the past, not everything is as a big deal as you thought it was. If you mess up, it's fine. We're all learning. You should talk to yourself with kindness and talk to yourself like someone you love. Don't be too hard on yourself. It's okay. I really wish that someone would have told me this earlier that I don't need to be perfect, that I don't need to get every single thing right, that most people aren't even watching what you're doing. I think that it's called like the spotlight effect or something that everyone thinks that everyone else is looking at them and judging them and focusing on them. But in reality, everyone is just focusing on themselves. Every single person thinks that they are in the spotlight. So in reality, everyone is in the spotlight. That day that I was thinking whether or not my hair looked a little bit oily, someone was thinking if their dress fitted them properly. Someone was thinking, oh, I just sent out the text to a wrong person. Oh my gosh, this is so awkward. Someone else was probably thinking, oh no, my car keys just got stolen yesterday. What am I going to do? My point is everyone in life is focusing on themselves and no one is really putting that much attention to you. There is no need to beat yourself up over little things. And trust me, I have been there. I have tried to judge myself and nothing good ever came from that. Nothing positive had bloomed because I wasn't giving myself positive energy. I was giving myself negative energy. And since I had realized that, I decided to stop judging myself as often and just know that I'm trying my best. And that has overall made me a lot happier. And I guess it also just made life more chill and made life less of an anxiety attack. This brings me on to my advice number three that I would give to my younger self, which would be waste money on traveling often. I don't mean to literally just like waste money, but I mean, everyone thinks that traveling or like going to places, buying flights, buying a hotel, not buying, I mean like renting. I can't find the right word to say. Okay, I found it. Booking a hotel is a waste of money. People are like, oh, flights are so expensive. Like, what are you doing if you're just gonna fly there and do nothing? In my opinion, traveling, just like taking photos, is never a bad idea. Spending more time outside and doing things with your friends, trying new things, going to new places, I feel like that's also a really beautiful part of life. 
Everyone sort of says that, well, most people say that they want to travel the world. Most people say that they want to see what has never been seen before. I am a huge, huge fan of traveling. So if you wanted to, I could talk to you about this for hours. I can literally make like 10 episodes on traveling alone, but I'm not going to do that. I think why I would give this advice to my younger self to travel often with friends and to not be scared of wasting quote unquote a little bit of money on it is because traveling is something that nothing else can truly replace. The feeling of being in another city, another country even, the feeling of being somewhere that you have never ever been before, it is so refreshing and so rewarding in a way that I feel like it is free therapy. Actually, it's expensiver than therapy, but I also feel like traveling gives us a way to sort of reinvent ourselves, if that makes sense. Okay, I am from Vancouver, so let's just say that you're from Vancouver. If you actually are, hi, come find me. Don't stalk me, but you get my point. If you ever do run into me, I'd love to say hi, but back to what I was saying earlier. Let's say that you are from Vancouver, you've grown up here, you go to school here, and now you're traveling. If you were a really shy and introverted person back home, traveling is the perfect time to I don't know if this sounds right, but try on a new personality and see if that works for you. You can try to literally pretend to be the most confident version of yourself in another country. No one's going to know. To make it more fun, you can even make up a fake name. You can be like, hi, I'm Mackenzie. Nice to meet you. Although your name is actually Sarah. I know that this sounds a little bit weird and a little bit like, where are you going with this? Like, should I trust this girl? Like, should I just like block her podcast right now? But what I'm trying to say is that traveling lets you step outside of your comfort zone. Traveling is quite literally putting you in a situation that you've never ever been in before. You're in a new city. You don't know the transport system. You don't know if you're going to bump into a good food place or a bad food place. You don't know if you're going to get robbed. That sounded scary. If it's a different country, then you are literally adjusting to a new time zone. You're adjusting to a new different culture. Traveling is simply like just the act of traveling alone is going to teach you so many things that school could never teach you. It will teach you so many things that you can't even get from listening to this podcast or any other podcast. The truest best way to actually learn something, unfortunately, is by experience. And traveling is an experience that I feel like it's really, really, really important. I recently went to Paris about six months ago, and that made me realize that I really, really, really don't like gloomy weather. It also made me realize that I really, really valued the presence of others, and I really, really valued friendship. I have learned that having an elevator is extremely important because I buy a shitload of things. I also fell face flat in front of the Eiffel Tower in front of the lake. I forgot what the lake's name is called. I think it's like the Sien River or something. I could be really wrong, but it also helps me learn to not be embarrassed of anything. I literally fell face flat on heels in a really, really, really pretty dress in front of the Eiffel Tower. I stood up and I continued going into the restaurant and I ate there. And I also, a person that worked at the restaurant also helped me like alcohol spray my knee and stuff. That was painful. But my point is traveling can fill you up with so much information and knowledge that you never would have known if you didn't leave your home. I feel that if we only have a limited amount of time on earth, we should use it to our advantage and we should go explore. And there's no better way than living your life to the fullest if you're not traveling. 
you can literally go somewhere completely new where nobody knows you. You can meet new people. You can try different food. You can possibly see really pretty sunsets or beaches, depending where you're going to. You can see the pyramids if you're in Egypt. You can see the Eiffel Tower if you are in France. You can see the Great Wall of China if you are in China. Don't be too scared of, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going to happen, or oh my gosh, the flights are too expensive. When I say that, I do realize that I'm coming from a more privileged situation, and I cannot generalize this to everyone, but I just really hope that you guys don't let your fear take over from giving you the best experiences in life. I just hope that you don't let your fears or your excuses that you've made up in your brain stop you from going after what truly you want. Because at the end, how scared you are or how much money you have left in your wallet does not matter. All that you have in life is the journey and the memories. So use your time wisely and spend money on experiences. Go out and see the world. Go out with your friends. Dance in the rain. Have a picnic under the Eiffel Tower. Take stupid little pictures next to the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Traveling and getting out of your comfort zone is something that is truly, truly, truly rewarding and I hope that you get to do this more often. I also hope that you don't let your fears or your excuses stop you from traveling. Okay, my throat is getting a little bit dry, but nonetheless, we're going to move on to point number four is don't take things too personally. I really, 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 really wish that someone would have told me this when I was younger because I used to take things personally all of the freaking time. If a guy didn't text me back, I would be like, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. I don't know if by the time you're listening to this, Taylor Swift songs are... No, Taylor Swift songs will always be in season, but I used to think that everything that went down, everything that was bad was my fault. I used to think that if a guy didn't really reply back, then it is my problem. It's that I'm not good enough for him. Or maybe it's because of something that I said. Sometimes, I remember in the past, if I like saw or heard a group of like people like walking by or like laughing, I thought that they might be laughing at me. Now that I think back, I highly doubt that that is true. They were probably laughing about literally anything else in the world, but... I feel like us as humans, subconsciously, we're always thinking that everything is revolved around us. That that group of strangers are laughing at you. That that boy that rejected you just hates you because you're not good enough. But I'm here to tell you to not take things so personally because everyone has some stuff going on in their life. The guy that's not texting you back might just not like you, but at the same time, he maybe just doesn't want a relationship. Maybe there's a lot of things going on in his life. That group of strangers that you're seeing that are passing you by and laughing, they might be laughing at something funny that they saw on Instagram or TikTok or Twitter or Facebook. Life gets so much easier when you stop thinking of everything so personally and once you just let go of everything and say simply that this probably has nothing to do with me. It is so exhausting when you're overanalyzing every single little detail. If you're analyzing, does she like me? Does he like me? Are they laughing at me? What's wrong? Do I have something on my face? Life gets so, so, so exhausting when you're overanalyzing all of these little details. And instead, babe, just for the sake of your own mental health, stop taking things so seriously and see how much your life will change. I swear, you will feel 10 times lighter. Okay, we are now moving on to advice number five that I would give to my younger self, which is to try everything. 
My friend Destin gave me this piece of advice, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say the word, but just F up and you will learn. Sometimes in life, you just need to try things to see if they're for you. Now, I'm not trying to say anything that's like big or dangerous. I'm just trying to say the little things. For example, trying to work out a relationship that was toxic and not meant to be. Trying a new hobby. Maybe trying to horseback ride and then getting kicked off of the horse and falling brutally. I think that trying new things is something that you should start doing now and it is never ever ever too late because I don't think that every single thing in life has to serve a purpose. I don't think that everything you do either needs to make you money or help the world. I believe that there is room for failure, there is room for happiness, there is room for fun. Trying everything and trying new things is a really, really great way to discover more about yourself and to learn about your hobbies and interests and what you actually like and what you actually hate. If you want to film videos and start a YouTube channel, then go ahead, try it. If you think that it's not for you later down the line, that's totally fine. Just like I don't believe having to settle with someone just because you're supposed to get married, I really do feel like you need to try everything to see what works best for you and what doesn't. It is through our mistakes that we learn, so don't be afraid to try new things, to try new hobbies, to try dating new people, because if you never try, then you'll never know what you truly love. And if you never try, you will never know what truly, truly makes you happy. And I think that that is just so, so, so sad. Imagine living your whole life missing out on things that are making you truly happy just because you haven't tried them. So don't let a good opportunity go to waste and decide to try something new. Decide to just trust the process and to just dive head in. Dive head first? Dive head first into something new. Which brings me to my last and final advice that I would give to my younger self, which is live in the moment. My dad quite literally used to say this all the time. He used to say, oh, live in the moment, enjoy the present moment. And I used to be like, what the heck are you talking about? I don't understand. But now I do realize that living in the moment is such a powerful thing and it will change your life forever. Being present and enjoying and taking in everything, every emotion that this moment has to offer is when you're truly living. If you're always living in the past or the present, you can never enjoy the moment. All that we have essentially is the present moment. Everything in the past and everything in the future might as well, you can say on a philosophical level, doesn't exist. If you can't go back in time and you can't time travel to the future, then essentially all you have is now. And deciding to do something right now, deciding to just enjoy where you are right now, even when you're in the middle of chaos, is something that is truly beautiful. I'm going to leave you guys with a quote to sum up all of these six tips and the advice that I gave, which is, you never know the value of a moment until it becomes a memory. I think that that is why I feel like it is so, so, so important to live in the moment because if you're a teenager, you could be like, my life is so dramatic right now. Everything has gone wrong. I don't know if this boy likes me. My best friends are talking bad about me. They're switching up on me. You can feel like every single part of your life is crumbling into pieces, but let me tell you, when you're older, when you're maybe 50 or 60, or even when you're 70, you will look back at that exact moment and you will feel like you were so happy back then. It's sort of like you don't know how good you have something until you lose it. 
So always, always, always try your best to be as mindful and as present as you can so you can truly taste the moment, enjoy it, and take all that it has to offer. Because truly, all that we have is the present. And if you're not living in the present, then are you truly living? Okay, I'm going to end off the advice over there. And this is the six pieces of advice that I wish I could give my younger self. I did notice that we dived a little bit into like philosophy and like some really, really deep things in there. It is like almost 12 a.m. right now, so my brain gears are like really wiring. But I really hope that you guys enjoyed these pieces of advice and that you found at least one of them helpful to implement into your life. If you did, I would be really happy if you could give this show a five-star rating and a little review to tell me what you thought. You can find the podcast on Instagram at bereal underscore pod as in P-O-D, short for podcast. And I have a little try this at home for you guys to do this week, which is write sticky notes of positive affirmations and then say them out loud when you see them. This basically means just writing down random positive affirmations on sticky notes and just sticking them at random places in your house. And then when you see a sticky note, read the affirmation out loud. I know that this is not really relevant to the six pieces of advice that I gave, but I saw this somewhere. I think it was in another podcast. I think that you guys should really, really, really give this a try and tell me how it works. You can check out the podcast Instagram for any podcast updates. And until then, I will see you guys next Sunday for episode number two. If you're still here listening right now, then I love you guys so much. I really, really, truly do appreciate you. And I hope that you can make your life better and you can change the world. And on top of that, I also hope that you have a truly, truly amazing day. And once again, I love you so much. Peace out.